Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Call it again. Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Call it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. His kids today. Jingle uh... All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. I'm the millennial Santa. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing oh, in the sea breeze, awesome. holding a turd just mightily. I'm just going to hit hats. Anyway, on a lighter note, uh, and uh, I think around Nick's home, they, they have a uh, a, ha- a flag at half mast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Matthew Perry, uh, best known for playing Chandler Bing on Friends. 54 mm-hmm. years of age, died this just past weekend. Uh, I think they said cardiac arrest, and they found him drowned in his jacuzzi at home. I think they're still trying to figure out what happened. Did not appear to be foul played. I don't think there were drugs necessarily. They said so they, they didn't, didn't find, find anything, anything in his system. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah, around the. Uh, house okay well that's good a a poor man battled addiction for many years and uh but certainly on the friends uh series was uh, you know one of the most popular characters certainly and you know for me if if matthew perry is not on friends i don't think it's as much of a hit as it as it was honestly because with his talents and uh he was very you know he had a good uh, uh physical comedy uh, you know, good line delivery and everything. So facial, uh, yeah, his facial uh, uh, with comedy and just the yeah. way he, he he didn't even just say anything. Say anything, right? Yeah, it was yeah. just simply of just hell. I can't even yeah. do that. You're watching you. I can't do. Nobody could do what he did. You know. Yeah, he was one of a kind. Um, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm joking. No, no, please go ahead. Go thing ahead. there. Continue. But he was he was in fact a one of a kind. Uh comedic actor mm-hmm. um what the imprint that that he put put upon uh i don't want to say society maybe that's a little too heavy you know he wasn't john f kennedy but <clears throat> the, the imprint that he put upon pop culture there you go pop culture yeah. and television in general i am a huge fan in, of the history of television um and he will live up there with Jackie uh, Gleason. He will, uh, or Art, better yet, Art Carney, mm. right? Like the, these, these side actors that stole the fucking show every time they're on. Um, Kramer, um, sure. Norm from Cheers, mm-hmm. uh, all of these actors that just ate up the fucking screen when they were on it with not only their look and their, and their presence, but like the way they delivered jokes, like you could tell that guy, um, strategically, like every syllable and every, the way he said every line was thought out meticulously yeah. to be brought to, to what we got to see. So, I mean, they'll never, there, there's never going to be another norm. There's never going to be another, um, art carney and there's never going to be another, um, Matthew Perry, uh, Chandler Bing. Um, it's very sad. I'm, 
you know, I, I know a lot of the, the fans stuff. They, they have that kind of sire leap when they find that it's not foul player, that it's not, um, an overdose, that it's just an unfortunate, apparently an unfortunate, you know, heart attack or cardiac arrest, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's, it's very sad. I know uh, I haven't seen this pull out cry of, of, of sadness amongst like just people on like Twitter and Facebook for like one person that, you know, wasn't, you know, like family or, or like a president or whatever. Like it was incredible to see. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Robin, uh, my sister, Nick's wife, um, who, at the moment, you're not sure whether to laugh or cry, but you think about like a guy like this and he would love posts like this. And she said, when, as soon as it happened, could I be more sad? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'll leave, I'll leave it with that. Yeah. Nick, obviously you guys are, you've talked about it many times on, on this show and otherwise that you guys watch friends almost every day. It's kind of your wind yeah. down show. So. Yep. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you're a fan. Uh, what are your thoughts on Matthew Perry? Yeah, um, for me, um, it's it's kind of strange because when Friends came out, I was like six or seven years old. Uh, I remember <laughs> watching the pilot. I remember watching it. I watched it as it started. Yeah. I watched it all, you know, and it was kind right of... Right after Barney. Friends was my introduction to comedy in an adult sense like something that's not just funny to kids or cartoons or whatever and what matthew perry did with the character of chandler bing immediately he was the funniest character to me just with his dry sense of humor his sarcasm um and like you said with the line delivery and his timing and everything um he was he was always my favorite character as a kid and um like you said he he definitely you know battled uh his he had his struggles with uh addiction and and drinking and things like that um everything that i heard of matthew perry even before he passed is just what a wonderful man he was um you know how you, you know, people could see that he was struggling but he was always he was always caring about other people and things like that but his impact on me personally i mean he like i said he really introduced me to a, a, an adult sense of comedy or something that is I don't even know how to explain it it's more than just telling a joke it's not just the things you say it's the way you say it it's the portrayal or, or whatever however you deliver a joke and there was really nobody like him there was um, I've watched all like the special features on all the friends DVDs and stuff like that and the creators talk so much about like all the different characters and how they really tried to encourage each of the actors to kind of sprinkle little pieces of themselves into the character. But they were like probably nobody more than Matthew Perry was. Chan- I mean, Chandler was Matthew Perry. Like that's mm. there really wasn't much of a of a, a differentiation between the two. They you know he really embodied. He brought him himself into the character of Chandler Bing in many ways. And, um, it's been hard to think it's, I don't know that I really like understand. I mean, it, you know, friends has been off the air since 2004 and, you know, all these characters, most of them, other than, you know, really Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox, most of them have largely been out of the limelight. You see one pop up here and there. Um, but you know, you just know that they're there and it, it is a very sad thing to think that, He's really gone. Um, 
he meant a lot to me just from and I mean I was such a fan of the character that he played. I mean I used to watch his movies, you know, that he would be in and things like that. And I, every nine yards was amazing. It was good. I love Fool's Rush In. It's just a fantastic movie still to this day. Um, Serving Sarah. It wasn't one of the greater. There was one called Birds of America that came out in about, I want to say 2005, 2006. Fantastic indie movie. If you ever get a chance, watch Birds of America. Um, he plays a guy that's, you know, has his struggles with depression and things like that. Um, fantastic, fantastic movie. He was a brilliant comedic actor and he did such a masterful job of finding comedy in whether you see some of the movies that he did, whether you see he found comedy in in dark moments or even as Chandler, he was always riddled with anxiety and and uh, afraid of commitment and he had all these you know, things going on. He had all these weird little quirks about him, but he still, you know, he found a way to sprinkle in comedy throughout some of the less desirable aspects of life, let's say. And I think maybe um, in a very raw sense, like without really realizing it, that's kind of what you pick up on, is there's something very real and relatable and human about characters like that, because that is life. Life is Oftentimes, there's a lot of great, beautiful things in it. There's a lot of shitty, dark things in it, too. And if you can find the comedy in all of those things throughout the way, I think you're better off for it. And um, that's, you know, maybe going a little, a little bit deep there. But I, I just, um, my heart no. hurts for Matthew Perry because, like, I know that he struggled a lot in his life, but he brought so much joy to other people. And I am really grateful that they were able to do that that little get together with all, all the cast members before, you know, any yeah. one of them were gone. So, uh, he was definitely greatly missed and very impactful, uh, in my life. So, uh, yeah, rest in peace to Matthew Perry. So what real, real quick, uh, what you just said there, Nick, um, I, that's one thing that I picked up on watching friends was that's why he was my favorite character, not just because he had the funniest lines. Um, but because I got where he was coming from, that's mm -hmm. how from a young age till to now, that's how I deal with my anxiety, my whatever shit that I deal with um, in real life. I, I deal with your jokes. Yeah. I make everything a fucking joke because it's easier than just going, holy shit, everything's crazy. We're all going to die. You make jokes and you, you get through it the best you can. And that's the way he did it. And, and that's what I saw in that character in myself. Um, so yeah, you're right. It, it, that, that, that was a, a huge, like until you said that, it, I, I, it, it kind of dawned and clicked on me. But yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it was, it, it was a huge deal to see somebody as goofy as it was, but fuck, that's who I am. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm right. I'm a, I'm a goofy fucker, but that's why to see somebody that, that, that dealt with that the same way I did was, uh, was something else. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, so, you know, uh, one key difference though, Nick, is that uh, Matthew Perry was entertaining. It was. <laughs> and funny. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, no, but I, I get what you're saying, though, guys. You know, I, I agree with you. I think of all the characters on that show, he, his character, yeah, I agree with you, was the most relatable, relatable to many people. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he talk, yeah. someone someone put a video out there. I found myself getting sucked into it uh, yesterday, 
they strung together. Uh, you probably find it on YouTube or something. I don't know, but I saw it on my Facebook. It wasn't re- wasn't a reel. It was like a ten minute video. It was like a video that someone put up there on a on a page or something. But they strung together the whole cycle of uh, Chandler and Monica's love story. You know, they sort of oh, got, oh, got cool. together, and you know, they yeah. got, and they had the fling in London at her brother's wedding. Da 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 da. And it was really, I was like, wow, I'm actually, that, 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 uh, huh? I'm going to do that for you two. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Love story. But it was, you know, it actually was, a, it was a very interesting arc and the two of them really, it was, it was some solid acting there. It sure. really was, mm-hmm. it really, it really, it made me pause and watch the thing because it was really nice. You know, yeah. it was, a nice, it was a, obviously they had a happy ending and the whole thing. So. Yeah, like I say, rest in peace. And Friends, you know, it's, it's just one of those rare series. There's not that many series I could think about that really has transcended and really picked up a whole new wave of viewers, if you think about yeah. that. There's not many yeah. that's been able to do that. Seinfeld and a couple other ones, but that's definitely one that people continue, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it is. It's almost as, almost as popular right now with <clears throat> kids in high school and stuff as it was at that time when it was on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it is kind of crazy. Absolutely. All right, well, uh, rest in peace. Jen X. Bryan here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. Secret Wars. I, Dr. Doom, will track Captain America in my tower of doom. Spider-Man, Tower of Doom, and Doctor Doom versus Captain America said each soul separately. You put the tower together. How shall I trap him, Secret Shield? Ah, with the Doom Slam. So this is the Tower of Doom. Welcome, Captain. Get me out now, Spider-Man. Tower of Doom from the Marvel Superhero Secret Wars Collection. Doctor Doom versus Captain America said in Spider-Man figure each soul. Club. Sam's Club is very exclusive, and so is uh, the Taylor Swift fan club, uh, Swifties, which I feel is a perfect time to bring to the table this week's edition of the Swifty News Central. That's right, boys. Mm-hmm. I have updates for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to <laughs> this week's edition of the Swifty Central. I'm reporting to you live from the Taylor Swift Central News Studios. Bringing you the news of Tay Tay and all the goings on of the day. Without further ado, here we go. So, putting on these glasses like gimmick infringement. You gentlemen, <laughs> oh yes, you of course own the market on eyeglasses. That is specifically yeah, I, when, Dean's when thing. A, when I do a read, <laughs> <laughs> so you're making my tie crooked on my. Sorry, thing. go ahead. Stop. Go ahead. Anyway, well, um, oh God. Uh, anyway, so as you gentlemen... If you're a man and you told it tied a real tie, you wouldn't have that problem. <laughs> of course. As, if I were a real man, I'm bringing you the Swifty Central news. Fuck off. That, I'll decide what I'm going to be. That's a valid right. point. So, <laughs> My apologies. As everyone knows by now, it has been the hot goss of the week. Was mm. Taylor Swift inside that popcorn machine? Is that how she was snuck into the stadium? I'm sure you've all seen the TikToks. I'm sure you've all heard the rumors. People, there were theories that it's Taylor Swift, real. yes, was inside the popcorn machine and being smuggled inside. There's different videos of people taking videos of this uh, popcorn machine being wheeled into Arrowhead Stadium, swearing up and down that our sweet, precious Tay-Tay is inside. Our very own Goldilocks is inside the popcorn machine. All reports. Look now, I, I regret to inform you. Look at that. I, I'm, jumping the shark. 
I'm still hot on the case, but uh, I can neither confirm nor deny these reports just yet. I do have my feelers out. But one thing that I can confirm to you for right now, Swifties, she is making history yet again. She has officially surpassed Tom Brady. That's right. You thought he was the GOAT. She has officially surpassed Tom Brady in the all-time NFL jerseys sold department. There have been more number uh, 89 Kansas City Chiefs Swift jerseys sold than any other professional football player in NFL history. Once again, Taylor Swift changing the world, breaking records, and making her mark on this uh, marble floating right? through space that we call home. That's correct. Yeah, that's, that's that a official, official Swift Central news report. So uh, I will keep you up to date with all the things going on with Tay-Tay and uh, the tour to come, and we will keep an eye out for all uh, popcorn machines and uh, other uh, potential uh, vending machines that might house Taylor Swift. So uh, oh. that's been this edition of the Swift Report. Here we go. Excellent. You're Mm-hmm. A, a rumor that the Secret Wars movie in development, uh, apparently Kevin Feige has said something along the lines of uh, it, it may be a soft reboot for the Marvel Universe and you know, reintroduce characters from the past. Uh, now, though, there's more rumors out there. You can find this on Variety.com and some other places, but there's a nice uh, write-up here on Variety.com about uh, some apparent rumors that they may reintroduce uh, a new, uh, well, create a new Avengers movie with the original six characters, right? And bring back Mm -hmm. Iron Man, bring back Black Widow, bring back Captain America. So just bring everybody back. It's possible now. It is possible, sure, but sure. with the multiverse and everything Loki, else. Loki alone, if you've been watching this, the, um, this season two, Loki alone mm-hmm. can explain it. Um, Loki alone is going to explain, I guess, um, how the uh, uh, Deadpool movie is going to work. Or not explain, but it's going to give an opening to Deadpool to work, to mm-hmm. come, you know, from sony or wherever it came from to the mcu and that's going to bring you from from my understanding from some of the rumors is it's going to bring you uh different x-men it's going to bring you different um it's like uh uh uh, what's his name Uh, the 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 blind uh uh, daredevil daredevil but it's going to give you um ben affleck's daredevil Mm. like it's going to incorporate and, and walk across all these multiverses and not, it's going to do and again i'm just getting this from what i've read but hopefully it's going to do what i was hoping the multiverse of madness was going to do mm-hmm. okay it was it's going to incorporate all these different products and and and, and movies intertwined even if they don't do anything with them just kind of like at the end of this uh flash movie where they just kind of had cameos of the different universes. That I'm fine with that too. You know what I mean? Just let's let's see let's mix it up and see a bunch of different little things, but it also gives you the opportunity to at the end when all the dust settles to go we're starting over. Because Nick, are you I don't know how far you are into the uh Loki series. Zero episodes. All right. This makes it fun. Um well I mean, you should have been watching it, so... I mean, I've seen the first season. 
Okay, but but yeah. the idea is the um, well from the first season, from the last episode of the first season, yeah. he explained that it's a circle that it will always just keep going around right. because when you s- s- plunge that knife into my chest, the war will happen, and ultimately at the end, I will just end up here again. So it's all a cir- circle. Everything that that happened will happen always again and again. Just keep going. So in theory, you can reboot it and go from 616 that uh the sacred timeline universe and you can go 919 or or uh 248 you know you can go all these different uh multiverses and and start your story there so that way you're not just literally doing the Robert Downey Jr doing the beginning of uh uh Iron Man you can do it in a different way with the same character same actor just in a different way because each universe is going to be slightly different. So you can take all these uh, characters, not only reboot them and, and, and do it in another Avengers movie, you can do it in a different way. So yeah. that's what I, I'm excited about, if that is the route they're going. Yeah, so, like you say, certainly they have a lead-in for it. And then, as we've talked recently as well, I mean, the whole you know, Jonathan Majors playing Kang in general, for one, it's it's kind of a complicated storyline a little bit and then obviously the actor himself has personal issues with being accused of some not so good things so you know is he do they want to continue with him in general because of the bad press he will will be under incarceration who knows right so there's a lot of a lot of things happening there they can change what he looks like to a different actor just and call it a variant you and they just kind of move in that direction. Yeah, that's true. true. I mean, they've they've I feel have they done they've done that with other people where they've just changed the yeah changed well, the a female uh, version of Loki that's on the Loki right, uh, yeah. series, right? So you can no, but but he's talking about that. actors changing roles. Uh, Rhodes did it. Uh, they had uh, uh, Don Cheeto take over for uh, what's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was where they just didn't explain it. Um, uh, Hulk himself. Was originally yeah. uh, uh, Edward Norton. Well, two other guys, really. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it, was, it was. It was. But um, neither of those really existed. In no, no, no. Nope. Edward Norton. Ed, nope. Edward Norton is the MCU. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. Because like, Abomination and came. Yeah, Abomination yep. and the leader. Ed, Edward Norton is yeah. is um, Mark Ruffalo, so to speak. Okay. Kind of like Don Cheadle took over for. Why am I mi- forgetting that guy's name? But anyways. He took he took over another guy, so yeah, that you know it, it's kind of like in the soap operas when they would pause and in the announcer would go, uh, <laughs> "Philip Brooks will now be played by Tom Smart," and then it would sure. just continue the scene. Yeah, or you or the Ooh. Darrens in Bewitched. Ooh, I like how Nick Nick just gave us a lead in. Uh, Here we go for the future as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. The part of Zedio D when I'll be played by <laughs> Joey. Joe, Joe Wood. Yeah. A I handsome like man enters. <laughs> First of all, Joey's going to have to learn how to grow a goddamn beard. <laughs> yep. Anyway. He doesn't no, need to so hide I, his face with a beard. Yeah. There you have it. That's a valid well, point. It, well, all those factors there, and then uh, frankly, just people aren't don't seem to be as interested in Marvel Phase Four. I mean, the Marvels is coming out next week, right? Yeah, yeah I believe so. so. I mean, are you super stoked to go see this one? I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. I, but 
I don't know about dope, but it looks entertaining. Yeah. Okay. I've not seen a lot of any of the content of those characters. So, like, I know, like, yeah, Robin and Lane are going to go watch it. <laughs> right. I know Robin and Lane are going to go watch it because they like those, but, like, I, I don't really, I'm not super familiar with any of them. Well, so maybe the big, so here's our question. So, do you like the idea of them just bringing back the original six again, same actors, everything, whether it be some variant form or they just say, I'm back? You know, whatever happens, so the multiverse sure. or this or that, something yeah. happen, happens all the time in the comics, as we know. Uh, do you want to see another movie with the original six, or is, is Marvel just, you know, reaching and just trying to get a cash grab here and see what happens? Uh, you know, certainly the storyline in the Avengers movies was a very good storyline, a very good arc. You know, so it ended very well, I thought, right? So, but again, you know, cash is king and Disney movies aren't making as much in general, period, right? So they need a win here. And certainly that might be, well, it might be, it would certainly be another huge blockbuster. Uh, People would go see it. I mean, I would certainly go see that without question. It'd be another billion dollar movie. Easily, I would think. But uh, I don't know. Nick, what do you think? Is it just, are they just... Rehashing stuff that's it's now getting in the past, or are you fine with one more movie, one more storyline? You know, what do you think about all this? I think the cool thing is we're not that far removed from all, so it's not like these are, you know, like outdated. You know, it's not like it's Wheeling, like Michael Keaton coming. I was going to say Batman. Yes, all those years perfect later. example. Right. It's not Which is fine. Michael Keaton back thirty, sure. forty yeah. years later. Right. Like you said, nothing wrong with that, but that definitely stinks a little more of like, this is gimmicky. This is to, you know, get you interested. This, you know, we're not that far removed from, from the, the original, you know, Avengers movies and things like that. These, these people are all still, uh, very in their prime, uh, as actors and in physically good shape and all that stuff. You could totally do mm-hmm. more with them. And I think that would be just fine. But it, I think, is a fine line be- between that and when does this turn into professional wrestling? Where you just keep bringing the same people back because you know they're the ones that people love. You know, mm-hmm. like, when are they the Undertaker and Hulk Hogan? And the, like, you're like, First of all, I will, always, I will always pop when you throw that glass breaking and Stone Cold coming out to kick ass. I'm right. always going to pop for that. The problem is that they have to rely on yesteryear's product to get you excited today. So mm-hmm. it's, where is the new thing? Where is, you know, th- there must be something. Just because, I think, like, we talked about this in a previous episode. There are ebbs and flows, right? Mm-hmm. So Marvel was at the top as, top of the mountain, as, as high as you can be. There's nowhere to go but down. So when you pivot to different characters, to lesser known pivot. characters, and pivot. things like that. Pivot, pivot. Oh, shot up, shot up, shot up. Yes, when you pivot... um. You, um, you're going to lose some of that momentum, but when you hit that valley, that means you can peak back up, right? So, um, I don't know what the answer exactly is. I don't know if I, I'm not opposed to them doing more. Corporate with structure the doesn't story. allow for pivots, right? Yeah, but it, it's, yeah. I mean, at what, like I said, at what point do you go? Okay, like you've put a nice little bow, and sometimes I think it's okay to just be like this is fine this was a nice thing we had we all enjoyed it it'll always be there you know it's okay to let that be the storyline that it is um 
I guess I'm on the fence, but like not even on the fence. I'm cool either way. Like I don't, you know what I mean. But right. I understand from a, my life. I understand from a business standpoint that you know cash is king here. They need to be making money. That's what they're in the business of, and it does matter to them. You know how these new characters are being received, or if it makes more sense to go back to something that people are uh, a little tied a little closer to. You know that they're more invested in these characters. Um, so yeah, I mean I. I don't know. I, I don't. I wouldn't see a problem if they, if they, even if it would blatantly be just a cash grab. If they were to bring back all the actors and all the characters you love and just go, up, oh, it's the multiverse and ah, it's just a different <laughs> timeline of the guy. You can do that. You can do that with sure. anything. It's comic book stuff. It's all silly. It's made up. It's superheroes. It doesn't. It's, mm-hmm. There's no rules. You don't have to. You know, do this or that. But um, and like but you I said about think- professional wrestling, you can say. Didn't the Undertaker get buried a couple months ago? Right. Or at what point? How's I mean, he... this is fine now, but let's not be doing this 15, 20 years from now and be like, okay, give these guys a break. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, the reason we Nick, get is, is the charisma. Um, it all comes down to charisma. Um, you took, you, you found, you didn't even lightning in the bottle. You took Robert Downey Jr. He already won a fucking Oscar, right? And you start this whole franchises whole avengers marvel franchise with him of course i mean he's one of the most charismatic on and off the screens and then you move on to chris evans and uh thor uh helmsworth helmsworth right and and you have all of these and, and it was the perfect storm for all these characters that come together that work together all well so, you know together on one screen and come to the Avengers movie and, and Age of Ultron. You did all that and it just kept growing and growing to like it ballooned where like sooner or later it's going to pop, right? Um, and it did. You know, you, you have end game and there you go. You kill off a couple here and there and you go, like you said, let's try Young Blood. Let's try a Roman Reigns uh, because Stone Cold went ahead and retired. So let's try these new wrestlers, these new characters. And what happened was you took, um, in the movie I'm thinking of is that damn, um, uh, what was, Brian, what was the, um, where they were all gods? Um, oh, Eternals. Oh, Eternals. Eternals. Yeah. 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 So you took yeah. Eternals and go, oh, this guy's going to be the thing shit. This guy's good. You know what I mean? And they didn't count that they didn't have the, and those actors were just fine in the roles. They're great in other things they've done, but they're not Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't yeah. have that pop, that charisma that he had. And I think that's what they were hoping for is to find these new young actors. They just didn't have it. They, yeah. Not only that, the characters didn't have it, and definitely the writing didn't have it. I yeah. don't. I can't speak on like where that went wrong because you know none of us are behind the scenes. In, in whatever production or whatever, but the writing, I to me, was the biggest drop-off. It, yeah, a and, lot of it seemed forced, and go ahead. Well, I was just going to, to your point, I mean, we, and I think we talked about it in a past episode, but like, Guardians of the Galaxy was a super niche thing. Yeah. I didn't even know what the mm-hmm. hell that was. Right, but the writing They're massive amazing. because the casting, the writing, the, just everything. They, yeah. they, they hit on every cylinder. They got the right people to play and the if you, parts. If they you want to bash, the right way. You, you, you had a wrestler with Dave Batista, so there's our, uh, there you go. our meshing of our uh, uh, right. argument. But yeah, yeah, Brian, ultimately, that that's my argument is that you, 
they didn't have the right charisma of the actors uh, and the writing charisma that they did in the beginning. So they so they tried. Mm. It didn't quite work. Um, so now they want to pivot and 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 bring them back. Why wouldn't you? It, it's it's comic books. It's wrestling. Right. It's it's fantasy. Why wouldn't yeah. you just bring? You know, if you can. You have smart enough writers, and and the comic books, like you said, Brian, have done it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And that's what these are: is living comic books. So, right. and you being the, I mean, you're more familiar with a lot of these comic book characters as they were originally in comics, anyway. Like, what I mean, do you feel? What, what do you think about that? Do you feel yeah. like it can be done just as well, or in a different way with Young Blood, or do do they need those actors? I think honestly, I mean, it's if some of these other movies would have been more of a hit, and I, I don't even mean necessarily even the Marvel movies. Honestly, Indiana Jones didn't hit like they thought it was going to hit. You know, the Star Wars, you know, uh, you know, kind of fizzled. Obviously, we, we've talked about that. Some of the you know, newer TV contents good, but the other Disney properties just have not been performing as well. So the studio in itself is like, it's hey, unfair. Man, I'm just saying it's you know, th- but still. The, the, you're you're Bob Iger, right? You're just you're you're charged to make money, and you you got to look at the big picture. You're you're not looking at just the Marvel properties necessarily, but that's you, that was a huge money maker for your business, and what you're putting out there is not generating the same level of excitement. It just isn't. There's interesting characters. Shang Chi, excellent movie, loved it. Sure, the Marvels is interesting. It's intriguing. I mean, I'll, I'll go see that movie. Doctor Strange, you know. Interesting character. character, you know, love love uh, him in a role and all that stuff. It's uh, it's, but it's just not generating the same level of excitement as those characters and those but actors that play them. There's what, the question: What is though? What is generating people going to the movies? Barbie, Oppenheimer, they were well, the, the, the two biggest movies of the year, right? But what well, my point is: Taylor is, Swift. Yeah, like well, the, the Taylor right. <laughs> Yeah, movie. I mean, actually, yeah. Well, the superhero fatigue a little bit. Sure. Yep. I don't know. Well, all right. So since Nick started and, and I continued, let's continue on the uh, idea trope of professional wrestling. Um, when you had Hulk Hogan in the 1980s mixed with uh, uh, rock and wrestling and MTV, I mean, it was at its fucking peak, right? Like, I mean, just making hand over fist money, right? Um and then the 90s come along, Hulk Hogan leaves and goes, does whatever shitty movies and goes WCW. Um, you're left with Bret Hart and, and Shawn Michaels, who are fantastic wrestlers, but they just weren't Hulk Hogan, right? Mm-hmm. In any, if you would have looked at it from any other metric and not the Hulk Hogan metric, you'd have been just fine. But you're right. comparing it to this metric of what you had. Right. Right. Which, unfortunately, like ratings for any TV now, like you can't look at um, whatever TV shows on right now on on ABC. You can't look at that and go, "It's not doing ER numbers." Well, of course not. Nobody's going to do ER numbers. That's not that's not t- how TV is watched, and that's not how movies are watched. I so, just, I'm just saying, it's just, and the, I agree the, with you. It, it is, the, it is the, it is the, um, the money hungry, uh, executives, and they're not hungry. I mean, that's their job, right? It, it's unfair to call them hungry, you know, and make them the bad guy. They're, they're there to do a job. Um, 
But the idea is that like they need or want to make money for their shareholders, but it's just not the same that it was 10, 15 years ago. I get it. It's just they haven't found that hit. You know, they, ha- they haven't found something to really hit and guarantee. You imagine and they, will. they will. Well, yeah, eventually. And, then, and some of these other characters may still yet be a hit and all that. You know, and I think they're going to revisit the amount of content, you know, and, you know, the quality of the content they're putting out. They're going to have to anyway with the writer's deals and everything else we've talked about, too. But uh, but I, right now, though, if you if you imagine any movie like, say, at the end of the Marvels, not that it's going to happen. But if if like, if the if the post credit scene was fucking uh, Iron Man coming back or something like that. That would be the fucking biggest buzz. Blow everybody's mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and yeah. you would be if Robert Downey Jr. was there in any form, you would be talking about that and waiting, 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 waiting until in the second that the movie came out, you'd be paying a ticket, you know, buying, you know, buying a ticket to go see it. So I don't know. I think it, I think, they, I think, it, I think whatever they, you want. Sure, I think they have to infuse cash into it, generate excitement again, and I also know that they're. You know, smart enough to know that they I mean, that can't continue. They're going to have to figure something out that's going to continue the excitement, or accept the fact that they, like you said, that the, it just it's just not going. It's, it's it's past. You know, the level of excitement and enthusiasm for these movies is sort of dwindling. Some maybe we're not capturing some of the younger. You know, so maybe the Marvels is going to be here instead of up here. You have to sort of accept that and then find something else, some other property or other character or the universe or something else out there to, you know, bring in more money for your business and find something different. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think they'll do it personally. I think they will do it. I agree. As long as as the actors are willing to do it, you know, obviously the actors are going to command a huge uh, payday for that. But I think, I think they'll find it's probably worth to, to pay them to do that. And there's, then we'll see. We'll things, see what happens. There's, there's things that have been teased already, like uh, uh, Zeus. You know, you have the Fantastic Four, which has already been cast. That they have, yeah. you know, having ex- you know what I mean, stuff like that. Fantastic Four is a huge property that sure now in the MCU. You know, and I think they're they waiting praying. for that. Oh, they are yeah. praying that that does well, man. I've heard that but Jake Gyllenhaal is going to come back and do Reed Richards for that. And it's like they'll. But it's but it's the Fantastic Four from a different universe. That's what I hear. It's going to be a, a Fantastic sure. Four from a different universe, not from our Earth. And I and, and I think they're holding. And, and again, I, I, we're getting off topic of this, but I'm going to guess mm-hmm. you're they're holding off the um, casting announcement because next year, or it was at the end of this year, the um, Deadpool movie, mm-hmm. Deadpool three. That will be the post credit scene. Okay, that's that's my guess. That's why they're holding yeah. off. So it's like a huge reveal. Like that's how you mm. announce a cast because you'll see those four. Yep. Somehow, some way. Okay. All okay. right. Good stuff. So just quick, do you think they're going to do the Avengers with the original 16? Um, one way or the other, yes. I don't. I don't know if they're going to bring it back fully and do a whole another run or series. But within this multiverse, you're going to see the six together again somehow, some way. Okay, Nick, what do you think? I would say the same. Eventually, like mm-hmm. it. I don't know if it'll be in a couple of years from now or if it'll be a Michael Keaton and the Flash thing. But I think eventually you will see some type of 
big reunion like that. Okay. Very yeah. good. We'll see. We will yeah. see. I just don't like to uh, show off my talent so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start people start asking for autographs. I get it. Yep, I get it. I just don't need that in my life, Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's bad not being part of this global podcast. Mm-hmm. Hard to go anywhere. And you like have people like not only oh my god. I see you're with those two other handsome fellas, and now you do that w- amazing stuff with your mouth. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't need Too that. much pressure. Yeah. It is. I don't need that in my life. I, I only came at the tail end of that, but I assume it was self-praise. I don't know. <laughs> no, we were talking about your mom. Oh, okay. Yeah.